hello, hello, hello. How are you doing there? Man, why you always gotta ask me shit like that? Spotlights are on. What do you How think? How many we got tonight? We got two spotlights. The spotlights Crazy. are going, Eric. One on each of us. I think mine's shining a little bit brighter. Just a little teeny bit brighter, as always. What do you think of that? Well, it has to, because nobody's going to notice where you are if it's not. I was going to, they have to do extra so they can see you, you little guy. You tidy little fuck you. (laughs) This is the spotlight for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, Eric, for the week of January 4th, 2017. And we are recording this on Wednesday. I was waiting no, for you I to have say it, I have it. No, I have it written down. I'm not going to fuck that up. I actually went <laughs> back and checked everybody on the site, made sure they had their P's and Q's, right? That's right. I, uh, I have this here. Uh, we are recording on New Comic Book Day. So these comics are fresh off the presses. They are hot items. Uh, originally, <laughs> the spotlight was going to just be the year-end award show. I will tell you and everybody else listening that the year-end awards will go up as its own separate little deal on Friday night of this week. So what day would that be, Eric? That would be the Friday? 6th, right? Friday the 6th, it's going to go up. And uh, But I wanted to have just a regular spotlight. And we have a couple couple big books, I guess. Uh-huh. I, I thought they were bigger before I read them. But We this got is, the idea that they were big. Well, yeah, this is an Adam spotlight. Up and Adam. Up and Atom. Adam. Up and Atom. <laughs> but yeah, we are going to be talking about both the fall and rise of uh, Captain Adam. I don't actually. Back, it it messes funny. me up. Wow. It, I always want to say the rise well, and fall. Like, in my mind, it, you have to rise before you fall. But here's the thing, though. Right or do you have to fall before you rise? I don't know. And the best thing about this is I didn't you. have the books or anything written down uh, for that. And the only reason I got it right was because you had such a problem with it earlier today when you were telling me. So as I was saying, I'd up and at them. But yeah, The Fall and Rise of Captain Adam, number one, is the, I, mean, I don't know, is that the big book? Because I still think this week the big book would be Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Uh, but this seemed to really be pushed as a big book. The other one is the Justice League of America, the Adam. So we have rebirth an Adam theme. Yeah, rebirth, rebirth number, number one. one. And Damn. now this is the problem is, is of those two books, I do think the rough, I almost said it wrong. The fall ah. rise of, of Captain Adam. I don't know. That, I can't say that's more important. But I See, do. You get the it's, like, weird. it's almost like a smoke and mirrors act to make yeah. you think it is because of the connection that Captain Adam no, shares I, to Doctor Manhattan. Yes. And, and I can't even say one or the other's better. But because of that rebirth printed across that Justice League of America, the Adam, I, that's going to sell more in, in my oh, mind. I agree as and well. It, because, and on top of it, you know how how well do the six issue minis really sell? We're they, looking ahead. They don't we're looking do ahead well of time here. They're not doing You were talking well. crazy numbers. You're like, this Captain 40, Adam is going to sell 40,000. I'm like, 40,000? Are you fucking crazy? Are you crazy? <sighs> yes. I really struggled with both of these. Uh, we, You read and reviewed them yesterday. I, or did. I think. Did you do both of them yesterday for the site? No, sign? I did them on Monday. Okay, you did them on Monday. So uh, we were going to plan on doing this for a spotlight. And we said the problem is this is almost like um, adopting twins. If you take one, you have to get the other. It seemed to us. The Adam books now, they're, they're tied together here. Yeah. Uh, so we were going to do this. 
So I come home and I'm like, okay, I only have two books to read tonight. This is, you know, the spotlight. We're going to do that. And I, I read Just the League of America, The Adam. I'm like, okay, this is taking me a while. I'm not really into this. So I'm like, ah, oh, got read Paul Rice and Captain Adam. I almost fell asleep three times. This is a little, you know, preview of how I felt about this book. I really almost fell asleep two or three times reading it. Was it was a long day at work, though. Come and on. It, well, it, yeah. No, here's the problem. This is one of those books where we talk about it all the time. You start reading and you start looking at the page count. And when you're doing that, it's almost, it's like also, it's like when you're a kid and you're reading a book for school or whatever and you have this thing and you start count, you don't even look at the page count. You start counting the pages you have left to do. That's how I was. I, I, I actually, also I also equate it to being an adult as well, and just watching the goddamn clock at work, waiting for yeah, lunch yeah, or break. That's how it was because or the this end of the is, day at that point. Uh, we do. I I love comics. We do this all this crazy shit because we love comics. Sometimes though, because of how we set this stuff up, it does end up feeling like work. Sure Ooh, does. This felt like work tonight. I, I'm it's usually Reggie's books to do that to me. Yeah, though. well, it's not even that. Like at least sometimes Reggie's stroke. books are quirky. <laughs> Quirky, Eric, but no, these these just seem. It's not even. Oh, like I gotta read Batgirl again. Yeah, no, but <laughs> even that, like this seemed to me, it was more like okay, the individual pages aren't that bad, but this is so unnecessary. I could go. I could have not even read these. I could have faked the goddamn funk all night until fucking you know six ways till Sunday. I'm telling you, I could have just went through here and let you talk and. But I put the work in her. I put it in because I am a professional. I'm a professional who puts in the work. But I will tell you, we are a uh, podcast, Eric. We're a comic book podcast that center on or focus on DC Comics. If you haven't listened to our large and in charge podcast that comes out every Sunday, that is usually 9 to 12 hours. That's how I, I was thinking today, like how to describe it. Because I like to really say it's a 10-hour podcast. That kind of is what the average probably is now. Uh, but I'll go nine to twelve. Is that okay? Working nine to twelve. You there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I muted the mic. Jesus Christ! I, I've been talking to you the whole time. Saying I usually go eight to twelve just to hedge no, my see, bets in my mind. Yeah, see now everything's off the rails. There you go. I'm like, what the fuck? Did he go to the bathroom or something? I don't even know. All right, Jim's going off on a speech. I'm going to take a look. Like, Jesus Christ! Here he goes. Uh, <laughs> see, see you in fifteen. Uh, but yeah, okay. Eight to twelve, you say? Yeah, I just like to hedge my bets there because sometimes okay. you know if it's an annual it's week good. or something like that. Yeah, then it's nine. But yeah, yeah we we have a very long <laughs> podcast. Uh, so this is the, the dip your toe in part. Uh, please, I will tell you that I'm more enthusiastic of books other than these on the podcast. I really will be, but this is the, uh, can't guarantee uh, that. You, you've thrown me completely off by not talking to me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm completely off, but I just want to tell you, if you want to get a hold of us, if, if this is the only podcast you're going to listen to, our little bit, you know, our hour long bit that gives you that, uh, you can get a hold of us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. You can write us an email. We'll talk about it in the big podcast. You won't hear it if you're only listening here, but you can send it an email. And you can just rest assured we read every email every time. Uh, last week we had six mail sections. I think Great. it ended up being 28 to 29 emails. Uh, what other podcasts are crazy enough to do that, Eric? We're crazy. Crazy. 
We're also on Facebook. You can like us at Weird Science DC Comics. We're on Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. We're on Reddit, a subreddit at Weird Science DC Comics. We're on Twitter at Weird Science DC. And if you want to be included in the special, crazy, that Weird Science Get Fresh Crew chat on uh Slack, Slack, Slack. give me a, an email. I'll get you on that. We're also on Mixler every night at Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Weird Science DC, where we have a music show uh, each and every night that usually comes on around 7 till 10. I think tonight Ryan started at 8, but we also yep. have Toby, who does a evening zoo. He does a daily show that comes on Eastern Standard Time all these times are, 5.30 to 6.30 before the big shows go on, so you can come and hear that. But, yeah, I'm, I, you, you threw me completely off. You threw I me was all talking over to you. You just couldn't hear me. No, I couldn't hear you, Eric. I couldn't hear you. I thought you had bailed on me, and I started crying. I got Spotlight upset. Spotlight off. <laughs> Spotlight fucking smashed. I'm going to be Stephanie <laughs> Brown on this spotlight and fucking destroy it. Next thing you know, the fucking GCPD, they can do their fucking job out of nowhere. That's, that's right. all they needed. They just didn't need our help, and then they could do their job. But you want to start off? We're going to start off right now with I, – I think we should start off with Justice League of America, the Atom, only because I, I really have nothing to say about this. But, hey, that that's kind of – a. You know, little spoilers there. Good, uh, good. Tell me about it. Tell me about this book. Just the League of America, The Atom Rebirth, number one, written by Steve Orlando with art by Andy McDonald, John Rauch, Rauch, and Clayton Cowles. To get us in line with the new JLA title coming out in February, DC has decided that you need to be brought up to speed with Ryan Choi and how he met his mentor and friend Ray Palmer. But pretty much it's just Ryan's early days in college, him being, you know, the eyes and ears of Ray when he's the Adam and eventually become the Adam himself when Ray gets trapped in the microverse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd like to be positive because I positively know this is a money grab. And this is the first one of these four that are going to be these preludes to these character, you know, character deals into the JLA. If yeah, this each is week, the we have the we have yeah. the Adam this week. Next week it's Vixen. The week after that it's yep. the Ray, and the week after that it's Killer Frost. Yes. So you have these, and to me, they are going to be very unnecessary because this is the first one. So you think that out of the gate you're going to give the fans something so that they are confident. That these books are going to mean something, and they have to read it. Now, number one, I am. You said earlier today you're looking forward to the Ray. Uh, actually, I hope that that's one that we actually do get some background of the character, because not well, a lot of people know I'm the saying, character. Not a lot of, of people in my mind who've jumped on the Rebirth know anything about the characters that they are presenting, or even most of the characters yeah, no. in the new the JLA problem title. Is, the problem to me is Killer Frost. They already, we already had a backup no, thing, yeah, and she's going heavy fully with her. in. She seems to be the star. Of the oh, yeah, Just League versus Suicide Squad. So all I think that is going to be is going to be her transition from one to the next. Uh, but we're going to get that. I don't and think I'm anything though, yeah, here. Exactly. In my mind, Killer Frost is going to be you know, Batman going to her after everything said and done with Just League versus Suicide Squad and getting the team wrapped around with her as yes. the head pretty much. Now, the, the problem, though, with these sort of things is DC is a, you know, they're a company, Eric, and they have to play things smart. You're not ever going to get something in these books that you will not have at least briefly explained in that first couple JLA books. Uh, this is more to get number ones out, just like the Rebirth number ones. Really, if you go to all those Rebirth number ones, I think I was talking to Reggie about this one day, uh, you really don't have anything in any of those that was 100% necessary to go into the books. 
because they're not going to do that. They're not going to screw you out of things by jumping in to the actual series and then you're, oh, I'm lost. Uh, you know, maybe you could say they can tell you, oh, well, go back and read this. But if this, just this Adam, you know, Ryan Choi book here is any indication, we got nothing in this book. It wasn't no. bad. This is the problem. I'm going to say this, you know, when we talk about later, when we talk about uh, the Captain Adam book, nothing is necessarily bad. It's just unnecessary and, and kind of boring. Uh, and that, that's, this, about, that's essentially what I said in my uh, reviewer. This yeah. is unnecessary because all the information you need going forward, we already got in the DC Universe Rebirth special. Yeah, that's basically, this is an expanded version of what we already got in the Rebirth special number one the, when, when Rebirth first started because this is the one book of these four that does have a direct connection to what we saw in Rebirth because you did see Ryan Choi and Ray Palmer, which you're going to get that scene again here. Uh, because of that, it almost makes it seem like when they had the Flash book at the beginning of Flash where you were seeing scenes again. The problem or the better part for this, though, we, we have some distance from Agreed. It. So to me, it's more of a reminder. It's it's not bad. Again, it's only two ninety nine. That's the thing. It's, I, it's not it's horrible. Like, as I, I'm sorry. I put in my review. This is unnecessary, but I had yeah. to say it's pretty well written. It's and I don't horrible. mind the art. Yeah, and Steve Orlando, the one thing that we have problem with him is dialogue. Nothing wrong at all with this no, dialogue. No, not at all. There Hell, we even one... start this issue off yeah. with a great scene where it's like getting rid of that Asian stereotype. Yeah, like, yeah. You doctor yet? Yeah, it's and basically we'll go. It starts off. Uh, Ryan is um, he's daydreaming, and it is daydreaming that ends up kind of being what ends up at the end, whatever. But he goes. His parents are there to drop him off at college, and they do. They go against the, you know, the Asian stereotype that we see basically in Family Guy all the time and things like that about the Asians. You doctor yet? This is actually the we don't want to be doctor yet. Our parents made us doctor. We want to yeah, be honest. Yeah. You be honest. And I like that. Uh, in the meantime, you do get the, the other thing where they're like, why are you going by Ryan? Why are you doing this? And, you know, he wants to fit in. You're, you're getting yeah. right away that he, it's not that he is, he's dissing his heritage. Because even when he meets his, his, uh, roommate, when he goes in and, hey, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Hong Kong. He does, but he wants to fit in. He, you get right away. He is a kid who desperately just wants to fit in, but has had problems probably throughout his life because he, you know, he's one of these smart guys. He even says at one point, you know, he didn't party. He's, you know, he is the smarter version of little Jimmy Werner. Little Jimmy Werner wasn't smart. He just did. He was allergic to hops. He was socially awkward. He was allergic to hops, my friend. He He couldn't go. I told you today, it's like Ryan Choi's probably the guy of if somebody just said, you know what, I want to find somewhere to buy cigarettes. Yeah, okay, I'm out. That, that that's all it took for me. Uh, but yeah, he's an awkward kid, so he's gonna go to college. Uh, but I do, I like him because it's not even like he, um, he's not faking the funk. You know what no, I mean? No, he, the Ryan, his parents kind of call him, but he's gonna be himself and he's gonna go. We meet his roommate. Have no idea if his room, his roommate, it might be Matthew McConaughey here. The guy <laughs> doesn't, he's, right, right, right. he's never met a shirt that he likes, Eric. The guy's just hanging out shirtless. He loves rugby. How do you uh, hang out at home? Pantless, you man. Yeah, he likes yeah. shirtless. Yeah, he's got some, you know, jogging pants on. But yeah, he's kind of there, it seems, that Ryan goes in after he says goodbye to his parents. 
and he goes in, and I think this guy is there as the, you know, the cool guy. He's there, he says, he, he's a rich guy, his dad's a senator. He says, oh, why, why, what's your sentence here? Because I gotta go here, because my dad, when he's a senator, hey, the rugby's pretty good, but the rugby's better here. I'm like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> rugby, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then Ryan's just like, oh man, you know, I'm here to learn, baby. And, uh, he says he did not, uh, do a lot of partying. He said, party, I read Judge D mysteries, listen to lectures, and it's a good idea to know right away. You get the hint. He is a Ryan, uh, Ray Palmer fucking fanboy right Definitely. away. I'm sorry. Yeah, he has come here specifically because Ray Palmer teaches yep, here and he wants yep. to be like around his mentor in his yeah, mind. And know? even as his mom and dad say, he's been talking about this all his goddamn life. Like he's like every I want to be a football player. He just wanted to go to Ivy University. That's all he's ever wanted I to do. I want to be Ray Palmer's shadow. Yes. Now Calm yeah, down, well, we, and he, he becomes it because yeah. they go and there's a lecture and it made me laugh because if you're reading all the books, this lectured business reminded me a lot of the Supergirl book when uh when Cat Grant yeah, went yeah. in and did that you know, gave the big presentation and uh Kara was too afraid to join in, but then afterwards it became a thing. Like R- Ray Palmer's there and actually of all these people seems to focus on him and I like the fact the way the art is. I'm not a huge fan of the art in this book. I'm telling you, I'm not hip on the art a lot. I like that everybody else in this lecture is kind of washed out yeah. and Ryan's there very bright and orange jacket and stuff. And I like that it almost shows you because you are looking at it through Ray Palmer's point of view. So there's Ray Palmer. Ray Palmer in this whole thing seems to already stand be, out. Yeah. He's, he is already focusing on Ryan. In a not so creepy way, I guess. Sir. I'm no. saying, I even put it in my review. It's like, oh, fucking Ray Palmer, he has some great observation skills because he's asking questions left and right. People are answering him the entire time. Ryan Choi is mouthing the correct answer, yeah, but not yeah. raising his hand. And Ray notices this, which, you know, yeah. draws his attention to him. But in so my I mind, said it like, reminds if, me of the Cat Grant Supergirl thing, but yeah. yeah uh, in my knows. mind, though, if I'm the teacher, Ryan, I'm just thinking this, this layabout's gonna slide. Yeah, look, at, look at this time. guy. Yeah, but I, I even again, I'm gonna Didn't keep saying one question. it's weird too because now I'm gonna say the second reason or second thing I like about the art. Ken, I didn't really, I was not big on the art, but I do like. You can't have. It's very hard to have art that mouths because he says, "Oh, I see. You know, you're mouthing the answers. Why don't you you answer?" But he does the art does a really good job of, of presenting him as a fidgety guy. At one point, yeah. he's there. Then he's got his hand up. He well, whispers he's very at social, the one say, He's very socially awkward. Yes. And yep. like they let you know that he has these insecurities going in, even some allergies. You know, yep. He is yeah. pretty much the anti-superhero type that yeah, we're used to in DC he, Comics. He, he is definitely the least super heroic guy at the beginning here that it's, you Essentially, Ryan Choi, in my mind, is like the, you know early on you know Peter Parker to a degree. Yeah, and, and I, I like the fact... That Ryan does, they present him, and Steve Orlando does a good job of showing him as a pretty, pretty good guy. He's a yeah. nice guy. He's not gonna, you know, screw around and and be a jerk or whatever. But yeah, he ends up, you know, answering this question, this final question that nobody knows the answer to. I kind of think that he's cheating a little because I'm sure he's heard <laughs> seven lectures on this that's already. That's cheating. Yeah, that's cheating. That's coming. Or is that preparation? Damn right it yeah. is. But really, to me, like. As this is going on, it's not only a lecture that Ray Palmer is giving, but he is kind of almost, uh, you know, treating it as almost like an interview. 
You calling him cheating just makes me, for some reason, you put yourself in this book where yeah, you're in the that's classroom. That's what I would have like, done. This motherfucker. Yeah. Who does he think he is? I would have been the guy right next to him cheating right along and being pissed. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> fidgety motherfucker. But yeah, uh, like I said, Ray sees right away that there's something, and we jump a year ahead, so you don't know what's going on, but yeah, right we, away. We get some quick progressions, but we get these instances where we know that we can lead yeah. to this progression. He answers this question, yeah. impresses the teacher. We jumped a year ahead to his again, you know, first yeah, year review. And again, this is not – this is something where uh, – again, I'll give Steve Orlando full credit. Uh, the pacing of this is fine to me because you know going in that Ray, uh, that Ray and, and Ryan are going to end up like this. They're going to yeah. be partners in this whole deal. So there's nothing rushed or forced. We, we no. are waiting for you, this you, right you away. You don't need to sit like, around through no, his, like, all of his years of school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like this. Let's get right to it. And he does. And that's where you see – We where, see the important – the parts that matter for their relationship. Yeah. There's only one thing, uh, and we'll get to it. But, yeah, uh, they're there, and this is a year later, like you said, and he's working with Ray. And Ray's like, hey, you know what? We've been working all this time. You know, why do you do this? Why do you want to be, you know, what you're going on? Why, why do you want to be a scientist and things like that? And he gives this speech about how he wants, you know, he's always had problems. He's always been, you know, this and that. I have allergies. I have this. But he also, like, it's the little guy. He wants yeah. to, you know, prove that the little guy is good. And this hits Ray pretty good. Now, the only thing well, it's, that it's I more thought was weird. The little guy. It's just that the little things matter yeah, more than yeah. the big things sometimes. And talking to a guy who is actually secretly the Adam, yeah, you know, the, you, you just passed the test. Yeah, he did. He pa- the only thing that gets me is that you see Ryan come in. And it, and he's still fidgety. He's still oh, yeah. this awkward fidgety guy. But then Raven points out, look at this. Look at all these awards. It wasn't just me. It's you as well. And Ryan's on these awards. The prize for physics and chemistry he points out. Ryan's on there. This means that Ryan is pretty much a hot shot in the land of physics and chemistry oh, here. Yeah. But yet he's still coming off as like this just a student who's who's nervous and thinks – no, he's pretty much set now in in his field. I mean, he's still a student. It's only a year later. I'm saying it's only the first year. I'm saying, yeah. But it doesn't matter. You you even see something above there. You see Ryan's name on something as well. Like, all these awards seem to have Ryan involved. He's set for life now. And, And it seems like Ray has to, like, almost say, oh, by the way, I didn't tell you this. You got all these awards. Look at these, buddy. Because it's just like almost like him like, hey, we have these awards. I just thought that Ryan be like, yeah, I, I fucking know this. I came in. I'm fidgety because I'm fidgety, not because of this. But it just was a little – that seemed to me a little bit forced. It, it did seem forced. Also, I, I've had some professors when I was in college. Now, I went for psychology and stuff, and I did for some of my graduate – things you had to you know you write papers and you do things and you have professors that you work with there's no fucking way anybody i met would ever have me on one of these awards they fucking steal they they fucking steal the thunder any way they can that's why they have students to help them to do the dirty work you're not on any prize the professors in west virginia aren't reputable no well they are it's what everyone does you have these students that are just trying to graduate you know as a student that you're just doing this to help them yeah you'll be in the the end credit Edit deal. Shut you're the not, hell up. You're not the star. And yeah. this is, but yeah, he seems that to me again. It seemed a little forced. That you didn't need to have Ryan be told by Ray, like, "Look at baby, you're a star. You're the, <laughs> the greatest." But yet, like you said, though, 
it was the pass the test. He's like, you like the little things? I like, you know, you want to see a little thing? And he's going, whoa, 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 professor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Let's keep this and, professional. And instead of unzipping his pants, he he, he becomes small. He's the, obviously. Hey, Ryan, the don't make it obvious, all right? Yeah. And I think the only thing I can say is that uh, the stuff with the awards and stuff had to show you, like, okay, Ray thinks of them almost as an equal. Yeah, they've been working them. very you have close to have a together trust. for a year now. Yeah, the, the trust is there. And to me, yeah, that's where Ray's like, listen, you, you tr- your trust is there. Here you go. Boom. I'm going to show you something. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a pretty cool moment. Again, it, it's just not that necessary. <laughs> like, nothing happens in this book that I said at all, holy crap. I didn't think that was going to happen. Like you, if you would have asked me beforehand, what do you think this book's going to be about? Uh, and told me at least that the rebirth part's going to be in it. I think I could have told you exactly what was going to happen in here, but it's okay. It's yeah. not, it's not pitch. You get montages. I did not mind reading it. It's no. like, it's not a terrible read at all. I mean, it's just that I didn't need to have this with Ryan Choi personally. Mm. I'm saying, I'm thinking people that came on rebirth will like to have this though. Like, you know, they they want to get to know the Adam. They don't know Ray Palmer. Yeah, then they don't I know actually, Ryan Choi. I, I think that people will read this and then just set it aside and never think of it again if they do buy it. Uh, but yeah, they go and you even have uh, you have a montage. You have Ryan and as Ryan is helping Ray become the Adam and get better at the Adam. You see in a very well laid out deal. That he's also getting confidence in his normal life. He's playing video games with his with his uh, roommate. He has a study group with a with a girl, and he's all happy. Like he's, this is you know, stuff. He's actually going to a bar and hanging out with Ray yes. and just having yeah, drinks yeah, and relaxing. Yeah. It's it's pretty good that him, like I said, as Ray is becoming better at being the Adam with Ryan's help. Ryan is becoming more of an open guy and a better. Now I can't say a better person. No, no, he's, he's just getting over person. his insecurities and his little, you know, stuff like that, which is good. Uh, but they do spell out that Ray really does say at a bunch of times, like, Jesus Christ, Ryan, you saved my goddamn life. Like, you're the superhero, which is a good setup of what's going to happen uh, eventually. Now, I will ask you right now, before we even go on further, uh, do you, going into this uh, JLA book, are you glad that it's Ryan, or would you rather have had Ray Palmer? I would have rather had Ray Palmer so personally, but the thing is, we had already set this up for Rebirth, yeah, I know. so you it know that been, Ray was gone. It, it would have been so, like, I think that as Rebirth went, like, as Rebirth hit, there's a couple books. You had a Shazam book right away, I think it would have been a hit. Oh, I yeah. actually think if they had an Adam book with Ryan and Ray, I think that could have, you know, as a like, monthly. A, a kind of I a think better it, Blue Beetle? Yeah, I think it could have done okay. I'm not going to say it would be gangbusters, but this was something you ha- would have had to have gone right at Rebirth. Like hit that right away with those other monthlies. I think it would have done okay. And then maybe even that lead into Ryan going off onto the JLA that way. Uh, but this is kind of what you like. This would have been a decent rebirth issue of even the the adam you know, a solo book uh, it's weird though because you know we're though. starting all the stuff we you know we're going from the new 52 to rebirth here and like all the old continuity starting away where we started out with ray palmer and like in blue beetle we started out with ted cord and we eventually yeah. you know moved on to the, the yeah, newer that's what versions this, this of the characters does have, and you you're right this does have a very blue beetle-esque feel because yeah, of ray but it's not and annoying ryan. like blue beetle no is. no i actually and i guess it's yeah. just that like growing up you know, Ray Palmer was the Adam. Like, I was never a big Adam fan. I knew he was there. I, like, I yeah. liked when he'd show up from time to time. 
But when Ryan Choi came in, I wasn't really reading comics at yeah, that point in my life, and yeah. I don't really care about the character because he wasn't my Adam growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, it's, I really care that much about Ray. And Palmer again, Adam, like uh, we're we're dealing with this, and and how it ends up, like we said, it's going to end up with the the thing that we saw in Rebirth. Uh, when you get to the JLA book, I'm just I'm a little concerned too of how that book's going to kind of develop. Is it going to be like okay, we're going to do one arc for Ryan? We're gonna we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, yeah, because I'm this, you, you, you almost get the idea though from where we leave this that uh, he'd want to go right into yes, the whole right you know, to we it. Need That's to find what I'm saying. Problem. And and if you find out that say Vixen has something that she has to, you're going to have a little suspension of disbelief at some point saying, because we like gonna, you we said we all gotta go to the team like hey we all got important missions rock paper scissors this shit out it, it's gonna be the wu-tang clan they're gonna say <laughs> listen we have the wu-tang clan you all have to settle down we'll have our solo albums coming out but you gotta trust me tight. we'll have these solo hang tight odb you shut your mouth <laughs> we'll go we'll get to it but yeah i think that's how it's gonna be but uh it goes on there where they are drinking in a bar uh, there is, they're drinking this fancy French liqueur, Eric, and even Ryan, or Ray says to Ryan, like, hey, you know what? You, you've come a long way there, buddy. Uh, you know, you, who would have thought you'd be drinking this crazy, fantastic fucking French deal? But they do a good progression where it seems like they must meet doing this, or at least Ryan has gone to this bar again because he hasn't heard from Ray. And yeah, for like a week they've gone. We um, see he's actually gone a little stalkerish because he keeps calling Ray over yeah, and over again. Yeah, he keeps again. calling him. He has his and phone. The only pro- this is the only problem I have with yeah, the book. Yeah, I have a problem we- with this as well. But go because on, we, I'm sure we have the same. Because we just went through this whole progression to try to get Ryan to be this character that we, we now know that he has confidence, that he yeah, can yeah, be yeah. this person who yep. steps up, even out, outside of academics and all that. But um, as soon as Ray disappears, all that seems to be gone now. Like yeah, the, he is the, only this confident person around Ray. Yeah. And the idea of him, like, in my mind, like, we just got over all this stuff. And uh, when we go to the JLA book now, mm-hmm. it's yep. in my mind, he's going to go through these goddamn social anxieties because he's not used to working with a yeah. team and all these different people. And he's going to be – he's not going to have confidence in himself being the superhero character. Now, my problem is I think that Steve Orlando had a little bit of a problem because really the, the problem being is that Rebirth started – that, not re- the rebirth part of this started where Ryan is going and finding out, oh, Professor Palmer hasn't shown up to his class to do his yeah. lectures and things like that. To get to that, though, I think they're missing a step. Something felt weird because really to me, it seemed like Ray and Ryan were inseparable, number one, and that they were doing Adam stuff every day. You didn't get this whole thing where I wish there was a point a little bit earlier, though this is very quick, so there's not a lot of time, where yeah. Ray said, hey, you know what? I'm going to be gone for a week. We'll do Because it seems like he not just, oh, I can't get a hold of him. He would have went to his office. Yeah. And at this point, because we saw this in Rebirth, you have to have it where he shows up at the office and there's all this mail. And let, to me, that that couldn't have gathered like that because Ryan would have been there. He has the key to the office. I think that they, you know, he would have been there in a day. He would have been there the next day. Maybe, maybe it's the weekend. Shows up on a Monday. Is it winter break and he just got back? That's what I'm saying. I wish that they would have had something to explain to me why it's a week later and he's just wondering where, like he's calling Ray. He would go to the office. Yeah. He would go to see him. They actually work together. They are part of the Adam team at this point as well. <laughs> that I think that number one, he just saved Ray's ass. Now I wish Ray would have said, like, hey, you know what? That was a tough call. You saved my ass. You know what? Let's take a little break from the Adam stuff. You know, we're getting, because 
to me, the minute that I'm Ryan and I'm like, oh, I can't get a hold of him. Oh, shit. Something must have happened as the Adam and I would have rushed right there. Anyway, Ryan's even, a needy girlfriend at this point. Yeah, but it's weird, though, that he just keeps calling and doesn't go to the office. What I'm saying is it's it's a weird oh, way they you. have to go. And I think that Steve Orlando kind of had his hands tied because you did see that exact thing when he in the rebirth. So you saw, like, he goes and the dean's like, oh, my God, you know, Ray hasn't been to class. You better find your boss soon. How about this? How about this? How about this? Fucking since, you know, Ryan saved Ray's life and Ray's given him all these, like, accolades about it and shit like that. Yeah. He's gotten so confident. Now he's going about (laughs) his day-to-day life and he's like, I'll check in with Ray when I have to. He's, like, bebopping along, going out with girls, having a good time. I don't know. When I I saw the the Rebirth and the Rebirth special with that – it, for some reason in my mind, me just pretending that I knew what was going on or kind right. of saying, oh, I th- I actually thought Ryan was going to be so pompous here. He was going to start teaching the goddamn class. That It was going to be one of those almost like a secret of my success. Like right. there's the guy in the mailroom. Now he's doing this. I thought he was going to try to fake the funk so that Ray eventually doesn't get uh, – you know, fired, but it doesn't go that far. He no. goes into the office then, uh, into the lab, and he's looking around. And that's where he gets the, you know, the call from Ray, which we did see already, though. Uh, didn't he call out? It, it's a little bit different. The dialogue is a little bit different than it was in the rebirth. Because didn't yes. he say at one point that he thought that something was changed? Yes. And, there was uh, something wrong with uh, the timeline on a microscopic level yeah, or something yeah. like that. And, like, well, you have to, like, he was going to warn him about something and then get the tape yes, got cut off. Yes, he was going to warn him at the last second he got cut off. And even to the point where, I, I'm, of course, I didn't look into it fully. But didn't he spell out who he thought it was? It was one of the the Adams old villains, and he thought that that's who it was, but it wasn't. I don't remember if he put out Kronos or not, yeah, but I'm not sure. That's what I think it was. I think it was Kronos because that's how the whole time thing said. He's right. like, oh, my God, there's a, a weird shift in time in the microverse. We, we saw him fight Kronos in one of those montages. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it it was weird. Like it was almost like that was even there before. So it could lead into that. And I do think that he said, uh, I thought it was Kronos, but something bigger. Oh, my God. It's and then it cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And like most of the stuff, you got to make sure you do this before and then it gets cut off or something like that because there's a trap or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, you, yeah, you didn't know like, what was oh, going on. That's but, the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here they kind of go a little different. It's fine, I yeah. guess. I actually thought, why didn't they do it exactly? But, uh, but he did point out, you got the size changing belt. You Come and meet me. Chest. The big thing is that this belt is tethered to, you know, Ray's belt. But I think that's going to be a, a major problem. Anyway, he's going to put it on and there's going to be no tether. So he's going to be very confused. Uh, I think that it, as points went on, I think we've even talked that we thought maybe Ray might even be like in a Mr. Oz type cell now. Could that be could at be this possible. Point, yeah. uh, and that's why he'd be kind we of We don't know untethered. Mr. Oz's capabilities, so who knows? Yeah, so we don't know. And, you know, you, you can make all the guesses. But in, in fact, this is going to be uh, Ryan just trying to find Ray, though he said once JLA starts – I hope that it doesn't get hokey with the, why is he waiting this long? This is something yeah. like, even if they're like, well, I guess Ray's going to be okay, so I got to do this first no. and, and stuff like that, but we'll see. But if this anybody. Is your best friend in the entire world. You yes, get on that shit yeah, all yeah. immediately. And, uh, hopefully he has a little of the confidence. He does look very, uh, you know, very happy when he puts the belt on, so maybe that'll carry over. But I do think you're still going to get what you got here. You're going to get a little bit of in the JLA book. I, you I always believe so have as well. to. Uh, like I said, I don't mind 
the it's almost page like to page Cruz's reading. anxiety where we have yeah. to go over over and over again yep. for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Well, even that because you know you can't count on everybody buying the stuff, so you want the series to be full, especially with. I don't know if these will be in its own trade. It's going to be a very weird trade if you have yeah, four is. issues right away. Uh, but we'll see. That's down the line. I didn't mind this reading it. It's just through the whole thing. I thought, well, there's nothing mind blowing here. No, there's it, not. It's not very necessary. I do think it's a way for them to try to do that rebirth, freaking magic again, where you have these number ones. They get four number ones in a month. That's you know, that's solid gold. Good and for you, DC. <laughs> I, I will. I I am very interested to see how this does sell. Uh, it'd be weird. It's even as I'm paging because Super Sons is coming up and there's an ad in there. And I'm one, like, this would be like a Damien Super Sons, Damien, number one rebirth. Yeah. And John, you know, it'd be ridiculous. But this actually, because the characters we don't mo- know much of, it's not, it doesn't feel ridiculous, just unnecessary. I'm telling uh, you, the, the Ray, I can't tell you anything about off the top of my head. I remember when they had that, um, I want to say it was a one shot or it was a mini series earlier in the new 52. And I remember yeah. looking at it, I'm like, I'm not interested in this and never yep. picked it up. So I have no idea what's going on in the Ray in this continuity. Yeah. yeah. The Ray is weird. That's I the know. one that, that's the one that I actually, of all those, I was looking forward to. Like you said, yeah, I don't know anything about the Ray. And Vixen, Nothing we really haven't had anything with either yeah. in this. Yeah. It'll be, I don't, it'll be one that, that'll be the big thing. He'll, uh, Ryan will be like, I'm looking for Ray. And the Ray will think, it'll be like, who's on first? Uh, that's ah. some humor. That's some humor there. Hey, I'm looking for Ray. That's I'm right here. What? A hold of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd love that. All the kids love who's on first, right? Everybody <laughs> loves that. You throwing shade at me or you throwing no, that shade? No, I, I would never do that. All right. Well, I don't mind. The, I don't like the art. I, I don't mind. I think it works for this college-like issue for some reason. It, did, I, it works for me for this story because it's very low-key. It doesn't it need to be over very, the top. It seemed kind of rushed to me. I don't know why. The stuff with the Adam, I like. And But when he's just in class and just the normal, you know, character work, I was not very impressed. I didn't like I'm it saying, at all. This is not a normal art style that I can usually get, yeah, it, like, get yeah. into. I did not mind it here, though. And yeah, I'm telling okay. you, the, the dialogue for, like, we usually have problems with Steve Orlando's dialogue here. It's yeah. very well done in my mind. And it's just an unnecessary story is the yeah. biggest problem I yeah, have. I think, I think looking at it, I think the problem I have, for some reason with dialogue, I, I like detailed backgrounds, and this does not have it. I think Ooh. that's what throws me off. There are our panels with no backgrounds just a white deal and yeah you're if you tell me that's because they want to focus more on the characters i'll go with them it just sure you my can tell eyes me like you what want. my eyes see are, oh, okay. this is this is very average to me but what what would you give this issue or what did you give this issue i gave this a seven out of ten yeah i think i'd give it a six uh, right. i'm a little i told you earlier i said i'm gonna give it a two <laughs> i'm not as negative now just read it. it it's it's almost like i can't even it, I'm trying to explain. It's almost like you go and see a movie, you get done, and you're like, okay, that wasn't a waste of money, but afterwards you I'll don't never ever think it about again. it again. Yeah, you'll never watch it again, but you had a chuckle, and you smiled once, and it it's enough for you. It was worth the ticket you. price, okay. And here's the other thing is like that sort of movie. This is like something that you go to a movie because your buddy or your girlfriend or wife or whoever, they they drag you there. So you have no expectations. You may even go in negative. And yeah. when you come out, you're more positive because you're like, eh, I didn't hate it. So yeah. you got that. But yeah, so I'll go with that. But yeah, a six is for me. Uh, but now we're going to go on to the next book, Eric, which 
I maybe it's because <laughs> going into this movie, I actually had some hopes that number one, I would learn more about the character, and number two, that it'd be something exciting. And to me, it was neither. But go on. The Fall and Rise of Captain Adam, number one, written by Kerry Bates and Greg Wiseman, with art by Will Conrad, Ivan Nunez, and Seda Temafante. It seems that back in 2012, Captain Adam went and got himself a fever. And while I'd like to make a cowboy joke that this shit, that shit yeah. is like 17 years old at this point. Yes, it is. I have a fever, and the only cure is more cowbell. Was, was more, that a good walking? Yeah. I have Maybe a fever, was? too. You know what I want? More Captain Adam, Eric. I can't do a walking. More Captain Adam. All right, all right. All right. Hey, anyway, this, this I'm just like you. I just put on gold fucking item. <laughs> anyway, Dankers. with this fever, our hero finds himself erupting in quantum energy, which ends up destroying a part of a town before the big eruption hits, and it appears that our hero is dead. Only thing, though, it looks like Captain Adam's days of time travel aren't over because it looks like our hero wound up in 1994. Well, uh, what? what? Back with your joke? <laughs> I actually when I when I when I said that I when I had a fever I wrote I'm like you know what that does remind me of that I had to look it up like that came out in 2000 can you believe that shit really I was gonna go I almost said to you 2003 just called they want their joke back and I didn't say it because I didn't know the exact time 2000 I looked it up 2000 I'm like it's almost 17 years old now can I tell you one thing about this mini series that might have a fever God I wish I could do it might impress you. Uh, but I do think that the guy who writes this writes another miniseries that we're not so big on. Uh, do you know who that might be? Now, I'm saying that, and I'm probably completely wrong, and I think I am now, so I'm not going to say it. Or, I'm not going to say it at all. Never Good. mind. Never mind what I was going to say. Uh, this book, I want, I, you like Captain Adam. You're, yeah. you're a Captain Adam fan, I would say. Uh, this is something where. Is, I, I want to be a Captain Adam fan. Like, what we've gotten in the, um, continuity up to this point we had the captain adam series which did not last long we got the character showing up at firestorm where he was like you know he exploded out he took on all this energy and exploded and wound up in like in the future in the 31st century and was part of the legion lost series before okay. going back in time at the end of that we have not seen him at all except for at the freaking place where the new 52 superman died he just happened to be in the background at that spot yeah uh, here's the way like we we say uh, when we do the podcast or when we're gonna pick books and stuff like that like uh there's reggie type books oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there are eric type books and then there i don't really have a type eric i'm not i i'm open to everything i'm colorblind when it comes to books no, you're uh, negative to everything, so you this is actually this is actually an eric book to me like this is a character not that you sit you know you don't walk around and say you love captain adam no uh, no but when these sort of things do come about uh, whether or not you think I am a negative guy. And so I'm looking now. Yeah, this whole thing that I, I was going to have with this other writer that they, <laughs> it, it was completely wrong. <laughs> I just look. But when I said this, I can't remember what book. There is another book recently that I said the same thing with. Death of Hawkman. It might be. Uh, not, not just, I'm saying like personally, the, the other book that I'm thinking of, I wish I could remember because it's one of those where I want to love the book so that me and you can actually, oh man, you know, like I actually, people will think that I'm just Blue a guy Beetle. with no heart. I think it was, it was, it was Blue Beetle. They, they think that I'm a cold hearted snake, Eric. <laughs> That's what I think. Look into my eyes. But, uh, the problem is I always want to go into these books that you like because to me, if I like it, like we go – now I go to work. I'm like, you know what? 
I love Captain Adam. I love Blue Beetle. The the look on your face, it's like fucking Christmas morning. Like you're like, somebody else, finally, somebody else likes Blue Beetle. Somebody else likes Captain Adam. And I, I couldn't do it with this. I read it tonight. I was bored out of my fucking gourd. And the problem with me is I'm going into this without any prior knowledge, really, of Captain Adam. Uh, you know what I know of Captain Adam? He was flying around that rebirth issue over Superman's death. That's all I know of him. <laughs> Captain so, Adam is the basis for Dr. Yeah. Manhattan. So what the problem there is that the money grab here is to just go with it. You go, hey, everybody, we've hinted at the Watchmen and stuff. We can't do anything with them now. So actually, it's weird. It's a reverse. It's actually the reverse. Alan Moore was going to kill off these guys. You can't do it. Make up your own. They can't have a book with the Watchmen now because the shit that's going oh, yeah. on. So now let's have Captain Adam. And people will just... They'll just grab onto this because, well, oh, my God, that it's going to be something important. It's going to tell us. It's going to do this. Now, we have also what, said. We, we talked about this a lot going in because, you know, with this whole Watchmen mystery going on yes. in Rebirth right now, you need to get a character like Captain and back in the freaking spotlight so people know who he is. So when shit goes down, you have this powerhouse. Yeah, and that, that's what the weird thing is, is, you know, we could we could have a whole podcast on our speculation and oh, things yeah. like that because the weird thing is, is like right away – People are assuming that when the Watchmen come out, when they step out of the fucking shadows, it's World War Eight, Eric. We skip every other war and go to eight. And I don't know that that's going to be the, that's the how case. That's you. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, really. I don't know if that's going to be fully the case because we've talked about it. Dr. Manhattan isn't that type of guy. No. Like, he's not a guy – like – if anything, I think he might be somebody who's just sitting back while shit goes on and then eventually he's got to go in. But I do think that when they do have this big event, it's going to be one of those events where you have everybody involved. So, yes, it's nice that you're going to present Captain Adam so people don't like, holy shit, I don't even know who this is. You're going to go. But that's the problem with this one issue to me. Now, we've talked off the air about it. I'm mad, and I already said it tonight. I'm mad because I didn't get enough of what Captain Adam's all about. I want right. to know who he is. Now, you say your theory is the way it ends. Now we're going to get it. But the problem is you need to grab people. People are going to yeah, grab like, this. The, and the again, idea in your mind is that you just started an album off with the worst yeah, song you, you have. You just started a, an album off with your worst song. But yet the next song's the, the best. The next That's song's going right to build. And even not even that, the next song's going to build to eventually the fourth song being the great <laughs> single. A lot of people aren't going to get that far. They're going to listen to the first. And I'm afraid that a lot of people are going to jump on this people book thinking. People don't even know this. They'll think, like, they only listen to singles now. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's, it's not the, the building of an album. No. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people are going to jump on this book. can't make a great mixtape anymore. No. No, that was the best. I know. Uh, but yeah, people are going to grab this thinking it's something important, and a lot of people don't last more than one issue if, if they're, you know, they're not given what they think is going on. And this book does not seem important after I read the first issue going into it. Even the, I mean, you even said it seems weird, the fall and rise, but that's intriguing. Yeah. And then you have it as a full, the fall and rise of Captain M. Jesus Christ, that seems epic. I mean, this seems like the crazy shit is going to well, go in on. In my mind, too, like, I want to know what the original friggin', like, title of this was, because before the um, Death of Hawkman the Death of Hawkman. came out, it was called, you know, uh, Hawkman and Adam Strange Out of Time. Out of Time. And yeah, so that's such they, a generic right, term. Right before they came out, they changed the title of Death of Hawkman. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's a that's a great title right there. That's going to get people in line. Yeah, to read I'm, this I'm shit. telling you, reading that uh, that uh, 
that Hawkman and Adam Strange, which it came out this week as well. Yeah. I, I think that that was the title because somebody grabbed it. Mr. DC is like, let me see what this is all about. <laughs> what the fuck this storytelling's out of time? Because it does <laughs> jump back and forth. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll go with that then, sir. And then he's like, oh, that's not going to sell. And somebody came to their senses. But, yeah, this is – uh. This is crazy because it starts off and you are already and you are getting these um kind of you get a date but you don't get the full date. Well, that's the it's thing. very you get, you get this trope that we have where we start out at the almost at the end of our story we go back yeah. in time and we work our way back to where we started because when we start out we all do have a date. We find out through the dialogue that this is 2012. Yeah, yeah. Which, you don't you even know, know that at first. You just have a time. Uh, which I'll and tell you, a, throw yeah. me off first because I'm thinking here because I want to deal with continuity. I love yeah. continuity. If I could put it together, it's the yeah, best so at thing first, in the world. Yeah, so at first, you have to have driven nuts because it does start out the continuum somewhere in Kansas, December 19th, 839 CST, uh, yeah. you know, central time there in Kansas, obviously. And I'm looking here, I'm like, there's Dr. Yeah, like, Megalo. The last on? time I saw him, he was trying to take over Firestorm and like Captain Eventually, I find out we're in 2012, which yeah. I don't know if they're playing where this is like within the timeline yeah, of our know. Captain Adam series. But here's but the then, problem: you know, is you, we, we you, leave time open though for the rest of events to oh, actually yeah. take place. But that, that's the weird thing, though. You're you're playing with something that not that most people aren't going to care about. You're, oh, I you're, know. You're Captain Continuity, the Continuity Kid. As Reggie said, but even you have to be, cause it doesn't really spell it completely out. So you're kind of confused. I think people are going to be really confused when they see that 2013 and they're going to, when, when does this take place and what's going on? But like, like I said, you don't even get an idea of what makes Captain Adam, Captain Adam. It's very right. quick. It's very, this is, again, this is a, an issue that it starts off at the end, but it's also this issue. The way things work out may be the end of the story as well and the end, but then he doesn't go into rebirth. So what are they playing at? You know what I'm saying? Like this is, it, it's fucked up. It, it really <laughs> is to me, the whole thing, because it, if they're just playing that this is going to be a six issue deal that does end in 2013, 2012, uh, that sort of thing. I'm telling you, you have no idea because I'm telling you right now, like from what we had with Captain Adam before, he was constantly going back and forth throughout yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah. who knows by the time this ends if we don't yeah. go to the present time of Rebirth. But that's what I'm – it's so – yeah, they they may end with him hovering over the, the site of Superman's death. I don't know they because could. we did see him in the Rebirth special and then you go forward from there. Uh, but I don't think people are going to get a grip. People who don't know about – you know, Captain Adam get a grip of what he's about because it starts off with him pretty much going, uh, you know, uh, nuclear. And yeah. uh, then we go back in time to see him, you know, 23 minutes earlier where you see. And that's the other thing that gets me is you're only dealing with 23 minutes, this this issue. So it's not something that you're getting a lot of background of. You're just going to lead up to when he goes nuclear and explodes. I'm telling you, I was getting so upset, too, because we spend, like, we actually stop our progression in the story so that just so we could talk shit on him. I'm yeah, like, yeah. guys, we only have 23 minutes. We yeah, got to move. Yeah, not only even that, though, he's there, and he is flying over the Pacific Ocean, and um, he is now going to spend a page uh, pretty much at some point talking about why he, he can hear the comms in his ear. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, we they, put the nanobites in yeah, there. Yeah. We did this, and the comms. I'm like, I, I don't want this. I want you to tell me how he was made, what he's, what happened, what the deal is, because I don't know you. What is the history of Captain Adam? How did he form into Captain Adam? 
He was in an experiment that went wrong and turned him into God. this walking nuclear reactor yeah, pretty much. That's all I, there you go. That's all I need. I only need uh, Dr. Megla to say, hey, you know what? Ever since you did that. And See, they the thing really- is, though, that's what I, I don't remember exactly where it was. But in that, they didn't know that's <clears> – <throat> pardon me. Yeah. They didn't know that's what happened to him initially because he disappeared. Yeah, he yeah, showed up, yeah. I want to say, like 18 years later. It's just, um, like I said, it's and so like, you know, weird. He reformed his body as okay. Captain Adam, and they realized but, what had happened to him. But this, this is one, like going so like freaking cold Don't start quote me on that 18 years. I'm not the continuity kid. That's you. I'd yeah, say, I it's 18 years. You're like, actually, it's 17 years. Be typing in your goddamn... That's actually 17 years, eight months. You fucking down to the second. I fucking, that's why they kick you out of these fucking groups you're in. That's why. Nobody kicks me out. <laughs> but yeah, it, don't me. why, why don't you get anything really? Because all this is, this whole issue is, is, it's so funny too. I have to say, I keep almost calling him Dr. Manhattan and I know, I know that, you know, it, it's so weird. Uh, because that's all I can think of is that's what they're trying to grab at, but, He's there. A um, a goddamn cruise ship is in trouble. It's capsizing. Dr. Mengele's like, hey, no, 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 no. Come on. Get back here. Shit's going wrong. We, we, we have your levels. We're noticing a change in your physiology. Yeah, your your quantum signature is going off the charts. Almost here. like we he has a virus. Back. He's got well, a virus said, they, they tell him that he has a, like an atomic it's a a quantum fever. fever. Yeah. He has a quantum fever. So they're like, you got to get back. Shit's going to go bad. And he's like, no, no. And yes, you get the idea. Listen, he does. It, it's weird, though, because you're Daniel saying Adam's like. a hero. He sees these people in trouble. He's going to stop. That's the problem them. to me, though, because if you really think about it. He might be a nuclear explosion. They are dead. So yeah. he does have to kind of figure out something quick. He tries to make uh, the ocean into a gelatinous deal, jello, yeah. uh, so that it doesn't sink. And then he can go and somebody can save powers. him. It doesn't work at first because of this quantum fever. Then he tries again and it works. I'm like, yeah, really? I'm saying though, and that's the reason because he exerts himself to make it yeah. work. And, that, yeah. and like that really messes his body yeah. up where he now can't that control it. Starts- yeah. Bursting out this quantum energy. It's just the problem is, is this is one, two, I'm counting the pages, three, four, five, six pages of this, of him saving a cruise ship just so that he can go nuclear. And he does blow. He does blow. In my mind, this is to get you an idea. A lot of these things were like later, when we start the issue, we see him back at the continuum, which was created to house him in case there is a problem. Which we saw him blow then. We saw him at the end of that. That's that's where we start out, though. And he's weary. All he wants to do, like, he does not want to be this weapon. He is only concerned if he yeah. hurt anybody for something we don't know about yet. But Which here, this, he is a character that doesn't say die. Later. He will do all that he I can know. no matter what the I'm hell. I'm just saying, there though. Are, in my mind, they're like, they're very, like, um, setting up the character in a yeah. quiet way. I'm just, I can't the, think of the word the I The weird right thing now, is, but, is, you're saying in a quiet way, this is only going to be six issues. We are actually halfway through. The, the issue at this point where all we saw him was be weary and blow up and then see him save a cruise ship and blow up. Pretty much yes. not blow up, but almost like a solar flare type deal. And then the rest of the issue is the new 52 Superman Cyborg and Hal Jordan Green Lantern show up and try to get him to Kansas so he can know. be in the containment of what we got at the beginning. I'm saying, though, yeah, that is what we're getting. But we're also getting stuff like how he – like General Eiling, who is in control of this continuum, he wants to use Nathaniel as a weapon for the yeah, military. But again, Dr. this Megala is – seems to be generally concerned, which is kind of like – He's kind of I know he becomes kind of a bad People don't know on, him, though. Like I, know, I said, they don't even know their – We're setting these characters up of how 
Captain Adam deals with them and how he th- thinks about yeah, them. But the other thing to me, though, he doesn't really think of them in my mind because he's pissed. He doesn't even want to talk to them. He hears them talk and they hear him. And he's like, why the hell do I have to hear you? Not that he's a bad guy. Just seems to be. And the the uh, general, to me, you can insert every goddamn generic general in any action movie from Dr. Strange to yesterday. I'm telling you, he does look like Keith David. I know, That's who he? It, he looks exactly like him. And I'll just, I will we'll tell you one thing. The art saves this book for me. The art I is very art good. Yeah, what's that? I love the art in this yeah, book. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Uh, and it does look like Keith David. But this is. Yeah. Every generic general that is in a movie where you have a sympathetic character oh, it's, it's that the general, general wants Walsh to control. Like Incredible Hulk movie as yeah, well. I mean, it's everything. It's everyone that has somebody that can be a weapon and they don't care. The, you get the idea. He doesn't care about his humanity. He sees a weapon. He even says this oh, when yeah. at the end he blows and disappears. They think he's gone. He's like, you know what? It's a real shame. I have real big plans for that weapon. I'm like, really? This is so over the top generic. Uh, but I don't know. I, I was just going to say, I guess that's what you're going to get, but you don't have to. This, this issue is not getting you, me excited to go forward any bit. It, it, it isn't confusing because nothing happens. They, because now the soup, the, the Just League show up and like you Cyborg, said. Cyborg, Hal Jordan, Superman. Now they, yeah, now they show up and you have them talking shit for three pages. Before uh, Dr. Megalib realizes, okay, wait a minute, I can tap into Cyborg's deal and, and talk to him. And explain and then they do the situation. That and yeah. explain it, but that's three pages. You go to get to there. This is the the most padded first issue of any series I've ever seen. I know I don't like an info dump, but boy, this does not give you any information going forward. Uh, because you get this, they're going to trash talk them. Uh, then like, they realize, like, you know, okay. They, they, this whole thing, we're also setting up the fact that, you know, they turned down uh, Captain Adam for a membership. Yeah, yeah they say that because they he was see a little him too as just dangerous. a danger, yeah. Yeah, that's okay, but even that, they, they don't throw a little seem to, in for they when don't the seem, Yeah, they don't seem to have much of a, it doesn't seem real. They don't have much chemistry with them. I, it doesn't even make sense in a comic like it would in a movie. But it's just like it just seems like they just show up and he's there and okay, we got to go. The other thing that I I think is odd is I know the whole concept of what they're doing. But there's Superman. They have him. He is going to blow. Superman takes him to Kansas as he is ready to blow. Doesn't seem right. I, I really do think Superman. Now you'll laugh at me. Right into the sun with him, Eric. You throw that. I'm telling you. To me, he even says at one point that he was on the moon. This is yeah. it. He left. He left Earth. Right back a while. to the moon, Alice. Yeah, yeah. Right to the moon. I would have taken him out if I'm Superman or Green Lantern or We're even Cyborg. He could do it too. Get him the fuck out. Get him near Jupiter. Get him in fucking space so he can blow up. I don't know. They're almost because it doesn't even seem like they're taking him to get healed or taking no, no, to help they're, they're him. They're taking him, him to, to contain him. They're exactly. going to contain yeah. him. Contain his ass in space. Go to fucking Pluto and contain his goddamn ass where he can't hurt anybody. They take him to Kansas and yet they, they actually fail at one point because he does. He blows. He yeah, They don't saying, get him like, there. Superman is speeding as fast as he can to yeah. get to Kansas. Green right. Lantern's right behind him with a freaking shield around him, hoping that he can contain him in case he does blow. Didn't he learn from he the does. Man of Steel movie, Eric? Take him away from population. Don't go right to it because they are taking him well, right the into the populated Superman, area. So he's still yeah. kind of young. 
I guess, right in the space. I throw that ass right into the. I, I, the funniest is you throw him into the sun. Maybe he starts a chain reaction that fucks up the sun. You don't <laughs> exactly. want that. So I'm telling you, don't, you don't even go to the moon. So go beyond. Moon. No, go that. beyond. Just go in an empty space. Just and let him blow up. And if he blows up, so be it. That's what's going to happen. Because again, they're only taking him to be contained. But they do. They do go that. I just. I think that that's just a hole in the story that just doesn't make sense to me. That they're going to take him towards population just to be in the containment but they don't make it they it blows and then they're and the the blowing up part is the worst part of the story to me just because now like quantum energy is just blasting out of them and now they have to try to stop this before it hurts anybody and it's the the three of them that are going to have to actually and it's fine it's like there's quantum energy and superman just bounces it off his chest yeah but i'm saying for something like i don't mind that one it's flash with a freaking like a uh, baseball glove yeah it's a green green lantern yeah blasting it with one of his sonic like that doesn't seem right to me. Well, here's the worst part is at least in the cyborg part where he's blasting it, people are running. The, the freaking Green Lantern, fucking Hal Jordan, catches it with a baseball mitt where these two old guys are feeding pigeons. Nobody reacts. The pigeons aren't even reacting to what's going on. That, they don't have they, their hearing aids guy, on, man. That, the pigeons? No, no, fucking, the old man. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, it's like two feet away from that these one's people. that an old woman. <laughs> yeah, I think it is an old woman. Uh, they're there, and the pigeons aren't even flying. The pigeons like their crumbs, I guess. They're going to sit there. No, but they're flying away. No, they're flying at different spots. Some are flying away. Some are sitting there. It looks like, to me, that's you normal deal pigeon, pigeon deal. Yeah, they're fucking cocky as shit. um, Yeah, they're cocky. Not when this shit's going on. And the old people, they don't even turn. It's just a little weird because then you see, you know, shit went bad. It looks like the whole fucking town is destroyed. And uh, that's where, you know, Captain Adam gets, and this is why he said, you know, did I hurt anybody? Oh, my God, I'm tired. I just want to end this. And then he blows. He he goes fucking nuclear. He blows up. There's where, you know, uh, Keith Dave, uh, what's his name? Keith Davis like, yeah, he's like, hey. You know what? I, I, there was untapped potential. What he could have become. The things I could have done with him. Such a waste. I'm like, really? You were so over the top. And then Megla's <laughs> like, no, no, you know what? He was a you tortured calm down, soul. Keith David. He was a tortured soul. And also, I like the dust to dust. Atoms to atoms. Freaking, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, but yeah, he thinks he's dead. And that's where, uh, again, that's the other thing. I'd very much like to believe Nathaniel Adam is in a better place now. I was like, huh, so that's his name. Uh, you get that far to the last goddamn page before you even know that any inkling that he had a life before. There's, there's no setup to this character here. It is such a weird and to me weak starting issue because going out of this, if you ask me, I came into work tomorrow. We didn't have a goddamn podcast that takes every goddamn hour of our life. And I go into work and you say, Hey, Tell me what you know about Captain Adam. I'd say, well, he, he doesn't want to hurt people. He blew up. That's all I'd have. I'd have no background to the character. I'd say, well, I guess Dr. Megala, he has to have something involved. He seemed to be kind of caring. And there's this, you know, this general who's, oh, he wants to make him a weapon. That's all I know. And I just don't think that that's enough going forward. Remember, I complained when Green Lantern started, and I thought that we didn't get enough of Simon and Jessica's background, and we got right. eight times more than this. It's just this is not a thing for a slow burn. You were this is the first of six issues. Uh, we need to go. We need to get shit going, especially to get people excited. But yeah, at the end, he's in a crater. 
uh, it looks like what what your you tell people what your theory is. Well, I'm saying I'm looking at it now. It looks to be almost like a, <clears throat> I keep fucking my throat keeps fucking. It seems to be like a trash heap now. But from what I think, it, it looks like it's going to be the the spot. Yeah, where I the think that's where the site will be. Yeah, continuum will one day be built. But we're, we're and I do. I think that. I do think it is a trash heap. I think it yeah. is a trash heap. At some point, they're going to take this trash heap over. Now, I will also say that in this part where they do seem to go to the containment area where the, it is in a populated area, it's it's close to why? Why wouldn't you have this in Death Valley, kind of like a, you know Amanda Waller's prison type thing? The if you yeah. have a thing with a containment deal that is basically for a, a live atom bomb. Don't don't put it downtown. You don't go downtown, Eric. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all part of it. Again, it'd be funny too because when uh, Captain Adam does explode, what happened if they try to tie this into why Superman died? This was like the beginning be of crazy. him of him getting kind of that sickness and stuff like that. And you know what the thing is that we've already said it's because of his kryptonite poisoning, yeah, his fight yeah, with yeah. Ral, and whatever else. Yeah, I know. Add this to it. Add it, Eric. Add it in. But yeah, you but think no, that this well, is like, the future site I'm saying, of no, the. I have, I think it's Continu- the future side of the continuum, and with yeah. us traveling back fourteen uh, to 1994, I was about to say 14 Yeah, again, years, but, um, and this does – it does spell out that he went back in time uh, to 1994. It says on the paper down on the corner, uh, and it makes sense. Like you said, it makes sense for the character. Now, the other thing that I find – the one thing I find interesting is – He's not laying there as Captain Adam. No, he he's lying a, there as Nathaniel Adam. Well, the same thing yeah, happened to him when an, he was uh, yeah. he was transported to Legion Lost in the 31st century. Yeah. So basically, like you're saying, is your idea is that now we're going to get, you know, now that he's back in time, he is a man out of time anyway, yeah. but we're going to see maybe the progression of him trying to become Captain Adam again or it happens again, whatever, and we will maybe get his origin type deal here. I and who knows? I'm telling you, didn't... I have not read the solicits. I have no idea yeah, how yeah. big this story is supposed to be with what we're dealing with in yeah. Rebirth. I just get the idea because I'm a goddamn fanboy. Yeah, and that's I don't the other thing too. Is you got to point out though, does not have the Rebirth brand it does on it. Not uh, so that, like, that's a big the whole, thing. The whole idea though, since we're playing with I time know, travel, it's Captain and, Adam and stuff like that too. Yeah, I'm saying with the whole idea though, we're playing with time travel. In my mind, we are going to almost do like a Marty McFly and he's going to witness stuff like he's going to go yeah. back in time and see himself become Captain Adam. Or he might talk himself out of it and that could create a paradox where, maybe, you know, maybe say Dr. Manhattan has to take issue. those 10 years yeah. out because just, they're fucked up. I don't I know. I think that they're not going to be playing any of that. I think that people are going to be thinking it was. I think they're going to play it completely straight. Yeah, I, because – well, here's the thing. There's, there's a couple issues of why – they want to brand them uh, the rebirth. Number one yeah. would be you don't want to follow that two ninety nine cover price. This does. This yeah. is two ninety nine an issue, so that's not a step. You know, that's not a, a speed bump here. Uh, it is two ninety nine an issue. So to me, it is a story that's not. It's not going to tie in, or else yeah, they like the have it as man. a rebirth. Now, also, you would say to me as well, well, if they put it rebirth, people are going to get confused and think it's a continuing series, things like that. But I just think without that rebirth, Brent, I think this is going to end up more along the lines of your Metal Men story oh, that yeah. you had or your Firestorm story that we had in that Legends of Tomorrow anthology than something that's going to tie more in. I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, I think that it is just one of those, though. I think DC is 
keeping it close to the, to the, you know, the cuff there to try to get some sales of people thinking it's bigger than it is. Cause I, yeah. I just, this issue itself was disappointing to me, uh, only because I thought it was going to be bigger than it was as well. Right. But, uh, I love the art. I thought the art was incredible. I really did. See, I, I didn't thought expect the art was much great. going on. I just wanted to get reacquainted with Captain Adam, see what happened. And like we're dealing yeah. with the continuity we had before. And yeah. we're getting the same kind and of that's the It problem. just feels that's, like Captain Adam, though. Again, you like Captain Adam. You know his history. You know part of what the continuity you're talking about before. I think that I am in the majority. I don't right. think you are. I'm sure you I are. think oh, yeah, I am in the. Yeah, I think that I'm in the way ahead. I'm saying majority. Though, every book that he showed up in, his own, and then Firestorm and the Legion yeah, Lost, yeah. all canceled. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think that. And, and there are books that. If people jumped on at Rebirth, there are – we talk to a lot of people. They jump on a Rebirth and they start reading other things that are like, oh, you know what? I really like uh, Aquaman. Oh, you got to read Jeff Johns. Exactly, starting yeah. in New 52. Okay, I'll go grab that. Oh, you like Batman? Yeah. Oh, the Court of the Owls? Yeah. Nobody's saying you got to go read <laughs> – uh, Firestorm never leaves anybody's lips. Freaking Captain He's Adam fine. doesn't leave anybody's <laughs> lips. The, you know, it's not like anybody's hey, like, you got to see voodoo. I constantly tell people to go back and read the New 52 Blue Beetle series, even though it does no bearing yeah. on what's going on. You know on what the, the problem is, though, is you say that because you tell them, listen, Blue Beetle and the New 52 was better. Go yeah. read that. It's not like you think it's the best series. It's just you find it superior to what we're getting now. Definitely. So you're like, oh, don't badmouth Blue Beetle. You know, off, you know, there's no bad characters, Eric, only bad writers. Go yeah, back right. and read that. And it's just, it's just weird that they went this route. It really is. It, it actually upsets me a bit because I wanted to be able to to jump into this character. I didn't want it to just be Eric Shea book. I wanted it to be Eric Shea Jim Werner book, and Ooh. we could hold hands and skip through the goddamn skip yeah. to my loo, through a goddamn field talking about Captain Adam. I have nothing to say about him because I really don't know anything about him still. But uh, what did you give it on the site? I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. I really want to see where the story's going. I didn't mind this issue. I liked the art a lot, and it got me reacquainted no. with the character that I enjoy. Yeah, I will say I'm going to give it a 5.1. It's not a fuck you 5. Uh, the art's good enough to not be that. Uh, but I will say with a caveat to that, if you already know about the character uh, like you or already know about his continuity going into this, if it in fact it matters – uh, I think that you might get more enjoyment. Right now, of this. It, just, it just seems that the continuity that matters going into this is the Captain Adam yeah, series yeah. itself. So, uh, to me, if you're, if you're familiar with that already, I think that you would probably be able to add a couple points to my score to get almost up to yours. I will say, though, if you are looking for a book that's going to tell you who Captain Adam is, uh, what he's all about, that sort of thing, I think you got to hold off. I think you got to wait. And, you know, if, if this, like if we're your waited? source, no, I'm saying if we're your source of info, well, yeah. I pity you. But if we are, uh, you know, I'll be your guide. Next issue, if they tell you that, you know, a little background we find out, then I say, hey, you know what? Now I'm getting some info, then maybe jump on in and, and get it right, single issues. But I do think, wait for the trade. Wait until it's done to see yeah. if this is because, again, they're, they're playing I, I a little game here, that, and I don't know how important this is. speculation on my part. I do believe they're going to give you a full story on Captain Adam. Just, yeah. You're just going to have to you I know, do. go issue and, by and issue. And again, this is where I think this should be is a reintroduction of Captain Adam so people know who he is for when he does show up later. I don't think that this is going to tie in anything to Rebirth or the Watchmen. It, it's definitely yeah. not going to be Watchmen uh, uh, tie-in. I think people are 
thinking that, but I, I do not think that. I'm myself. hoping that, honestly. Yes, but that's or at least get him in line with where we can pick up with him during. That yeah, time. I just I just think that what they're what they should do with this is a. Uh, is a not a rebirth of Captain Adam, but kind of in a six issue. Just let everybody know what he's what's going on about it. So then, a year and a half from now, when shit goes yeah. down, they can at least say, "Oh, you want to know about him? We have the six issue mini that really tells you what's going on." Uh, hopefully, it gets to that because that's what I want. But I'm going to tell you, Eric, that is the spotlight. Spotlight Boom. off, baby. I'm going to tell you if you want to join into our big, big podcast on Sunday. I'm going to tell you. All the books that we're going to talk about. Not as many as last week, thank God. Right? We actually had a Monday this week where we didn't record something. It was and amazing. Yeah. We're, next week, don't... I had, you know, I had eight all books are off. so I used that day to freaking do some reviews. Yeah. This week's good. Next week, all bets are off again. But I will tell you what we're going to do this week. We have Aquaman number 14. We have Batman number 14, which is a bat and the cat issue, Eric. Oh, yeah. Bat and the Cat. Yes. Is it I Am Suicide uh, Epilogue? It's an I Am Suicide Epilogue in name only, if you ask me. But we'll get on to that on Sunday, Eric. Uh, Cyborg number eight. Uh, You have Death of Hawkman number four. Hope something goes on in that one. Green Arrow number 14. We're going to find out who the Arrow Killer is. Hate that name too. Isn't that a stupid name? That's what they keep calling him, the Arrow Killer. I'm like, he's not killing Arrow. It was confusing. But yeah, you do find out the identity there. You have Green Lanterns number 14. I'm wondering what happened to Frank Lemensky here. You have Harley Quinn number 11, which starts that Joker arc with her. You have Justice League number 12, which is a Maxwell Lord origin, a rebirth, if you will. They even call it out as a a Maxwell Lord rebirth. That's so crazy. You have uh, some books that we're familiar with already, Eric. Justice League of America, The Atom, number one, which we heard tonight. Justice League versus Suicide Squad, number three, the big event. We have Midnighter and Apollo, number four, which continues that miniseries. Uh, Midnighter a is in hell. This week. Somebody told Midnighter to go to hell, Eric, and he listened. Boom. He's in hell trying to get Apollo back still. That's his partner, Eric, not just his lover. That's his partner. Nightwing number 12. We're going to be in the blood with Nightwing number 12. Get your blood up, Jim. You're going to get your blood up. Superman number 14, which has an awesome multiversity type cover. And we do see Atomic Knight Batman, Eric, right? Yes, we do see Atomic Knight Batman. My favorite suit of all time. Atomic Knight Batman. Uh, We'll be uh, talking about the book we already did tonight as well, The Fall and Rise of Captain Adam number one. And that'll be it, because the last book listed is The Flintstones, which is on the site, but we will not be talking about it on the podcast. We will That's, not, uh, Dylan took Dylan took that over to review from Reggie. And uh, just for people, that just a little on the side, we never talk about The Flintstones or The Hanna-Barbera. We rarely do. Uh, Dylan agreed to take that over, hadn't read any of it. He just wanted to grab another book. He went into it, assuming it sucked. He, I don't think he actually looked at Reggie's reviews either. And he sent me a message He's like, you know what? This is fucking awesome. He loved it to the point where he wants to go back and read it. So if people nice. have a just some vague interest in that book in particular, give it a shot because I'm, I think he gave it a 9 out of 10 on the site. And that's just a guy who thought he was getting a bomb. And he really did That's like definitely it. definitely the best Hanna-Barbera book they're yeah. putting out right now. Yeah, it is. I, I actually think so as well. Uh, but, yeah, Eric, that is it. No nonsense tonight. I, I was I was in a bad mood today. I we know. We went in. We went into Yelled work. Yelled at wrong turn. 
Yeah, we went into work and wrong turn. I, I'm telling you, he's working with us, making grunting noises, and just it was fucking killing me. And he we was couldn't trying see to get him. our attention. I knew yeah. exactly what he, he was doing. He was trying to get our, our attention, attention by making these so he'd goddamn help him. I was noises. For him to ask. Yeah, and we just waited. And he asked for help doing something very minor. And I fucking flipped out on him, <laughs> screaming at him. Then I went after him. At one point, I think I was going to fight him. I really was <laughs> because he started like. Thinking I was joking, and I wanted to make sure that he did, he knew I wasn't joking, so I started fucking insulting him. And <laughs> I felt bad. He was all you feel like a big shot now, Jim? Yeah. Did you big see him? Man? Tur- he turned all red, and then he no, was got- no. I, he, I didn't look. I could not no, look. It was he so went through. He went through like five different emotions. Uh, he was within, Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, within three seconds. Uh, and I felt bad then, and I'm like, ah, Brian, I'm just fucking, I'm pissed off. I don't want to be here. I hate it, and it really, I didn't. I just, oh. I didn't want to be at work today. I actually went in a little late today just because I was like, I don't want to fucking go. But, yeah, I, I yelled at wrong turn. Wrong turn's upset <laughs> at me. He's very sad. Then he went and told everybody that I yelled at him and tried to plead his case, and the, the girl that he works with, who has the unfortunate deal of working with him, you know, most of the day, yeah. actually ended up yelling at him as well uh, because she said he said to her, oh, you know, Jim was yelling at me, and he said that I don't do any work and uh, this and that. And she's like, he's right. Every time, like he, she said to me later that he got, he almost started crying because he says probably 12 times a day, I got to go to the bathroom and then doesn't come back and she can't find him. She's got to go find him somewhere. And then when she finally finds him, he's usually talking to me and you, she yep. said. She goes, Brian, come on, we have to work. And then he goes, oh, wait a minute. I got to go to the bathroom. He never went. <laughs> he's just talking to us. But yeah, I actually the other yelled thing at him. that you will let me in on is that apparently he's like, Oh yeah, Jimmy yelled at me today, but it, it's really because he was mad at Eric. Yeah, yeah, he said that when I told him I just didn't want to be around, I guess he put two and two together and came up with ten <laughs> and said like, oh well, I guess he doesn't want to be here. Well, all he does is talk to Eric, so he must hate Eric. Yeah, he told everybody I hate you. Then I went out to lunch and, uh, so this one lady who we work with, this real old lady's going, Eric? Eric, and I think she thought I would, my name was Eric. I just fucking kept walking. I'm like, I'm not fucking talking to she her. she thought, you know, you were me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She's like, boy, Eric, you got a lot of handsomer uh, today, but can I talk to you? Well, I'm actually, sure she's too. like, wait a second. You can't be Eric. You, you're not wearing that scumbag Superman hoodie. That can't be you, Eric. You wouldn't take that off. You're going to be buried in that thing. You're like, I don't even know if that's a hoodie. I think you just painted on your skin. <laughs> oh, I love it. Brandon told me, he sent me the message, hey, don't don't get Eric mad, but you know what? Most people have multiple hoodies. You don't have to wear the same one every fucking day. I told you, I actually have gone with you. I'm wearing the same one every day, too. As, you know, segreg- not segregation. <laughs> segregation. Uh, uh, solidarity. I'm with you. I'm wearing, And then I said, well, I, I wash it on the weekend. You're, what are you fancy washing that thing on the weekend? What are you doing? I'm out of the club now. I wash it on the weekend. You got to uh, wash yeah. your clothes? Yeah, really. What the hell is going on? I'm washing them. I, I said I'm down by the river with the fucking stones, hitting it off of stones and shit. Uh, yes, but that's it, Eric. Uh, no nonsense this week, except yeah. that ending. No nonsense. We we had a, two books. We rarely have a two-book spotlight, uh, but there you go. Congratulations, Eric. I'd like to congratulate you. you after everything that we record. And uh, just think, just in general, just talking to you. I'm not talking to everybody listening. They can't hear us anymore. Uh, 
just think right now if that this was all we had to do all week, this hour and a half or whatever this ends up being. An oh, it'd hour. be amazing. Oh my god, wouldn't it? That, that's the dream, right? I still got time to do stuff tonight. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go down and stairs and share shit on Twitter now. Actually, I might <laughs> wait till tomorrow. Fuck it. What do you think of that? I might go uh, down and watch TV. I might go watch Shawshank Redemption. And uh, what other movie did, you, did I tell you today? There was a movie I told you I'd never fucking watch. No okay, idea. You said something. Then you were listening to some podcast, and I was yelling that they're phonies, and I got so pissed off that I was across the, the warehouse, and I see you over there laughing, and I wanted to come and fucking strangle you. That's I was gonna because come over. I, enjoy, I listen to podcasts I enjoy. You only I listen was going to come over and grab you. I was going to come up from behind, fucking put you in a choker hold, and then fucking slice your goddamn throat. That's how mad I was getting. And then I look. Then you look, and you see me staring you down. You fucking waving. <laughs> fuck you. Give you the finger. Fuck you. You, you went wrong turn. I'm going to fucking kill you, Bo. Yeah. Now I'm all riled up. Now I can't go to sleep. But that's it, Aaron. That is it. Right. Uh, you, you want to thank everybody? You want to just, you know, I know what your usual tag is at the end here. Uh, just go with that. We don't have all to right. thank anybody. I thank you, Eric. Thank you, Thank you, Jim. Thank mm-hmm. you. <sighs> spotlight off, Eric. Turn that spotlight off. Oh! <laughs>